Welcome to Mornings with Matt, personal and professional development training that connects the art of acting with critical life skills and self-mastery. Presented by the Deering Acting Studio. Okay, welcome back everybody to Mornings with Matt. Today we've got a special guest, Mr. Nick Malata. Hello, Nick. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Matt. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Um... So tell me, what's going on with you right now, Nick? Well, man, I'm just taking life one day at a time. Um, I've been um, kind of at home in a semi-quarantine for about two weeks now. Um, somebody at work came down with the virus. They're, they're, they're fine, but they closed it down and kind of sent everybody home for a while. So they're kind of, I'm just trying to figure out how to, I guess, move on with my life at yeah. this point. Now you had... You had a job where at first you weren't one of the ones that were being quarantined, right? Right. And then all of Correct. a sudden somebody got it and, and then you had to shut down. Right. So they were they were I work over at a at a Lockheed Martin on the base over here and they were being super careful out of hand sanitizer, washing all the keypads and the doorknobs and stuff. And we helped train student pilots, so it was very important for us to stay open. However, when one of the, my coworkers got it, they just, uh, as a uh, safety measure, uh, closed everything down and just let everybody go home for a while. Yeah, wow. So so your life was completely disrupted about two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, me and me and everybody else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. But, you know, I mean, not everybody else. It's interesting because most people, yes, life has been interrupted, but there there are those bi like big essential companies that are still going. That's you true. Know, my yeah. uncle, for instance, who is uh, Joey's – Joey's dad, he's uh, he works in the grocery store industry, and for him, he's not allowed to get a stimulus check. I guess is what I heard recently from Joey, because because he's working like sixty hours a week, you know, yeah. and he's kind of like, oh, I'm getting screwed. <laughs> but on the other hand, he's got a job, so it's it's hard to decide, you know, what you'd rather have, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so, so what's going on now? Like you, you mentioned in your notes here that when you came over to our studio, it was a bit of a spiritual experience for you. T tell me about that. So, so for a long time, I, um, I guess I was, I've been rebuilding my life step by step over the last 10, 15 years or so. And a lot of that time I've spent kind of uh, on my own trying to, to, fix the things that I needed to fix before I can get myself back out there again. And coming to Deering was actually the, the first place that I chose to come back out and get back into society again. So suddenly moving my life into a place where I, I suddenly had all these, these, these close friends and, and, and a great environment to go in and just feel like I, I belong there um, was really special to me. And going down to you guys twice a week um, and leaving there, I just felt better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I just felt a lot more uh, fulfilled that way. So to me, it became, uh, I, I likened it to to going to church for me. So, And that's what it really was like coming down there to see you guys, because I felt so rejuvenated every every time I left. You know, So when that was kind of, uh, when that ended for a little while, I, I definitely felt the hole that that left behind, um, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. I'm, our, um, our studio has been likened to a church before, and I... People have asked me when I when they talk to me about my church and my involvement, and I always tell them that I don't usually get 
too involved in like small groups and different things like that at the church environment because I'm like I we already do that type of stuff you know like that's kind of like our every every week thing over here um and we do like we we feel the same as you I mean you guys are our community you're our people and so yeah it's been it's been a major a major adjustment so um so you're in this you're in this little two-week stint and so where where are you mentally right now through this are are you doing well with it are you feeling like you're struggling in some way at first i i would say i probably wasn't doing uh, as good as i i could have been um just because it was kind of like a shock like okay well my life was moving in this direction and i felt like i was making progress finally and, and accomplishing things and moving towards my goals and all of a sudden that, that was uh there was a stop put to that and I kind of had to scramble in my mind and try to figure out, well, okay, how do I continue to do that? How do I continue to move towards my goals when I, I can't really, uh, I'm really limited on what I can do, mm -hmm. um, you know? So, and that kind of, to be honest with you, there was, there was a while there where that kind of turned into a little bit of, uh, well, I'll just relax today. Well, I'll just relax today. I'll stay in bed a little bit longer. And all I got tomorrow, all I got the rest of the week. So I, I started to procrastinate, kind of push things off, and then that, that kind of turned into a habit. So I, I kind of I got a little sluggish there for a while, but I, I, I have the, the energy mentally to try to continue on, um, you know, but it's been tough. Got it. So have you have you jolted yourself out of it, or is, is maybe like this morning being on the show a part of the your, your, your attempt at, at coming out of the, the hole? Like what is your thought? Um, so I, I've had jolts of, of coming out of it. Like, um, I'll, I'll, uh, there's, there's a test at work that I have to study for. And I've, I've been studying for that and make myself study for that or, or make myself continue my, my, my exercises, even if I have to do it in the house. Um, I, I was going for jogs and stuff like that, which I can still do, you know, but, um, and as far as the show, uh, this was a great, this was a great opportunity for me to, to be honest, I haven't been really been getting up before eight o'clock for a couple of days. So this has been a great experience or opportunity for me to, to, to have a purpose in the morning. So I appreciate you guys having me on here. Well, like, how do you feel this morning having been up? What time did you get up today? I got up about a uh, six. Okay. And how do you, how do you feel right now? I feel good. I feel good. I feel like I, I, you know, I, I, there's, there's a whole day ahead of me and I'm pretty optimistic. Man, yeah. The energy's good. Cause truthfully you look good. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, really, and I, I'm, I, I mean that with all sincerity. There, we, we had to make a choice of what time we were going to do this show when we started it. Uh, I guess it was about. I mean, what episode are we on, Joey? We're on like seventeen, sixteen. So a couple weeks ago, we had to decide what time to start the show, and you know, I get up pretty early, and um, and I, I, I was like, well, the one good thing about seven o'clock is it doesn't really get in the way of too many things. Absolutely. So it'll be hard for something to come in and disrupt the show. So that's a good hour. But then the, the other thing I did think about was if people want this kind of content or if they want it live, they're going to have to get up for it. You sure. know? And I thought that that was a good thing. And so, um, yeah, so that's, so that's good. And so what, what you want to do for yourself, and I'll just give you a couple of hints and some tricks that I've used. Cause I get, I got to tell you, I've been saying this a lot. I have been struggling also, like there's no doubt, um, but I've been trying to practice what I preach, and thank goodness I've got a team around me who have has heard my jargon for a very long time, and so when I'm down, I usually come to them, whether it be my wife, my kids, or, or the team here at the studio, 
and I loved it, this, this concept of dark to light, which is basically what you're doing right now. So you're saying, here's the thing, here's the truth, this is what I'm going through. Let me say it out loud and then be willing to hear some kind of a, a redirect to help me. So, so I, do, I do that a lot. I do it constantly and, and recently been doing it more than usual. And usually the team will say or my wife will say, well, let me give you a piece of your own advice, you know, and they'll throw something at me. But the, you know, the key is the key is right now to to lock this memory in your mind and remember that you feel good. Remember, remember that your skin tone feels a little bit fresher and that you're, you know, you just feel a little better about yourself. And the idea is to to lock that in and make that memory stronger than any feeling that you get from sleeping in. So the associations can change because if you don't change the associations, then um, th then you'll you'll always be kind of playing this back and forth game where you, you have to have something in order to get up. But if you can right. just if you can just associate, hey, I feel good when I wake up. I feel better when I wake up. Is is it a struggle? Yeah, but so is going to the gym or choosing not to like eat right or like we all know what's good for us and what's not. So if you feel it and you remind yourself and you go, this feels really good, and then ideally you can associate something else with the sleeping in. So you can say, you know, uh, man, I felt sluggish or I felt lazy or I felt, you know, bad or depressed or whatever it is. And, and you can just associate it with something you want to change. And now what you're doing is you're neuroprogramming yourself to to do the thing automatically that you that you know is going to set you up for success, whether it be harder or not. You're just like it's just what you do. It's who you are. Absolutely. <laughs> and um and that, that, that would help tremendously. And it's, it's, um, it's something that I, I have used to a degree, um, before. Um, but also another, another issue that I've been having is uh, in the past, I, I've, uh, you know, I, sometimes I, I get bad habits like, um, in the middle of the night during times like this, when I don't have a schedule or things going on, like I'll, I'll, I, I love to eat. So I'll go downstairs at like two o'clock in the morning and I'll grab some crackers or bagel chips and, and cream cheese and stuff. And I'll, I'll like snack on that stuff which is not, is not really good to do, wake up in the middle of the night and go eat and then go back to sleep and you wake up with a bunch of heartburn. But um, I find like if, if my mood drops, if my, um, the way I feel kind of drops, then my decision-making will also drop depending yeah. on how I feel, Yeah, you know? And that's, that's kind of been a struggle too over the last- 100%, and I can tell you that food is something that I struggle with too. It's 100% one of my things. And I've always carried my weight well and then recently, over the last two, three years, I got myself in really good shape before I blew my knee out. And But I was never eating, like, really good. But I was working out like a, like a champion. So it was like, you know, I felt like a thoroughbred half the time. And then I blew my knee out. And it was like, dang, like, this is hard, like, really hard. I have to, I have to really deal with this food addiction thing. And I'm, and I'm still battling it, dude. So I have the same, the same things come up with me when I'm sad or whatever. Um, or I'm feeling lonely, or I'm just feeling like, man, this is a lot of stress going on right now. Food is one of the places that I turn to. So I, I totally understand what you're saying. My advice doesn't change though. Right. So the idea being that first decision, I think starts the night before. And so you're going to, you're going to decide tonight that you're going to get up tomorrow. So ne you need your own 
morning show, so to speak. Like you need your own morning ritual, something that is yours and it's protected. And you say like, this is the thing. I'm not going to miss it. I have to do this thing, whatever it is at this time. And maybe it's like, you know, if, if you could, I know you're very attached to your, uh, your mother who passed, you know, maybe it's praying to her, you know, or it's some kind of like a, you know, just some, something very emotional and connected for you. So you can just, you're dedicated the night before to waking up. Then what's interesting is those, those, those little decisions that are being made at night are actually stemming from the decisions in the morning. So what happens is if the very first decision of our day that we make is to hit the snooze button, then we've programmed ourselves from the very beginning of our day that we're going to procrastinate. We're going to we're going to hit the snooze whenever we don't feel like doing the next thing. And so then all of a sudden things pile up on you. And I believe that we are only given so much willpower in a day. And I've noticed this for myself when 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 I'm feeling totally stressed out, it's usually because I've made too many critical decisions that day and I'm just out. And so I either need a nap, I need straight up to have like my wife take over or the team or just or, or just like I got to just zone out. But I know I'm not in a good capacity to make a good decision. Like I can feel it. And so one of the ways that I've protected myself is I, I wear pretty much the same clothes every day. So I've got about three pairs of pants that all look similar. I wear I wear pretty much gray and black, you know, um, and like a hoodie, you know, and that, like that's my my thing. And so the night before, if as long as I have something clean, I just fold it, s stick it out on the on the table, and I know what I'm going to wear the next day. So that's it's it's gotten rid of one of those critical decisions that I wake up and have to think about. And the more of those I can get rid of, the better. So if I've already figured out breakfast, that helps. If I've already figured out you know lunch, that helps. If I if I've already figured out what my schedule for the day is going to be, that helps. And so even having this morning show that I've had to do that I committed to myself, this was one of those things where, let me tell you, Easter morning, I didn't want to come in and do the show. And it, and it turned out to be one of our favorite ones that we did. But I really didn't want to be here. There were a couple other mornings where literally like it was super hard to like one one morning, Joey woke me up um, and, and it, I had like five minutes to just like, like wake up and get on here but it was it was something that that forced me to have to hold myself accountable so I, I just created something that that became important to me um even this morning you know the the things that i'm trying to pass on to my kids is like make this into something where you think to yourself what what are some cool things that i can do and maybe even ask and who knows, you know, like, let's just say you wanted to get more involved with us. Ask. I mean, who know, the worst thing we could do is say no. Right. Right. So like my son was all bummed about all not getting to see his friends and different things. And so I started asking him, like, well, what what are the positives? Like, what what could you do? Joey, go to the two shot, will you? Yep. And there he is. Look at him right here in the morning. Oh, you can't see him. Shoot. Jack, Jack come over no. here. Jack, hold on. He get, you, The live audience can see him, but you can't. Get over here, pal. Say hi to, say hi to Mr. Good morning. Nick, Nick Malata. Hi, Nick. Good morning, Jack. How are you? He says, how are you? Good. I'm really good. Good. That's good, man. Tell him, tell him about your morning, Jack. 
uh, I woke up at 3.30. Well, I didn't really wake up, but I went here at like 3.30 and I brought some school and I did that and we so, did some So, math. Jack, what was your choice that you made when you started thinking about what can I do? And that sh- sort of shook you out of your negativity. Go to the studio with you and get ahead. Go to the studio, yeah. So then we've been making this a daily thing, right? You come here either in the morning or at night, sometimes both. And you've had more dad time, I think, since quarantine than a lot. Than f- and, and, I've, and I've been working more hours. So even though I'm working more hours, you and me are still hanging out more, which is awesome. So that's been an advantage. All right, thanks, Jack. Please. So that being the idea, you know, if you think about even Jack here, it, it, I know it's funny and cute, but the idea was was like, he he was he thought, well, I, I want to be at the studio more often. I was like, well, you can. There's nothing stopping you. Why not? So so now he's here a lot and he's more involved and doing things that he he wasn't able to do or allowed to do before, and truthfully, he's gaining skills, knowledge, um, all kinds of things. Where when we're out of quarantine. There's a chance he might still be able to come around, even when the yeah. adult, when the adults are around, because he's proven that he can handle himself. You know, um, so yeah, so that's just one of those deals where you go, okay, like, why don't I figure out something that's gonna like drive me? Because right now I'm limited by X, Y, Z. So we take, let's even take our classes, right? Um, you you're you've stayed involved you've stayed in the in the online courses and we have we have just dude grinded away at making sure that our online courses are not just a zoom link like we wanted this to be an experience for people and connect and not lose that community and in a lot of ways we've done that and even in the uh i don't know if you've seen any of the master class scene study stuff this weekend i haven't yet dude it's been we took it to a whole new level. Like it's really, really cool the way that we're going like to the lobby and then back to class and, and the students come together and they congratulate one another. And, and we're putting up these amazing scenes that it feels like the coaching is at, at an all time high. And so it like, it, it feels really good. It feels just like a regular master class, you know, other than we miss the hugs and stuff. You, you right. gotta tune in. Today's the last day. Yeah. Just, 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 I promise I will. yeah. But yes. I promise I will. So, so anyway, it's been, it's been great. Uh, um, yet, you know, we, we do, we do miss, of course, coming together. Like we a hundred percent miss it. So I know you've been in the classes and I, uh, hopefully they have still been uplifting for your week, but it's not the same. Right. So you think about that and you go, okay, if I'm doing that, like, I mean, just ask yourself if this is one of those places, I I'm going to tell you, we're probably not going to turn you down if you want to like help, you know, and there's, there's so many ways we can connect virtually and you could get involved where, you know, you could be 10x more involved than you ever were because, A, we need you right now. And B, like, you know, you have the time and, you, and, you'd, and you'd want to anyway. And then, then who knows? Then that becomes a career path, whether it be here or someplace else or your own thing. Like, you, you just find a way to contribute and to be a part of the things you love more than anything in the world. And... Uh, and, and that's what you do. And you know, I, I mentioned this yesterday on the show, on the on the morning show. You got to One of the things I believe we all need to do for this month, and and maybe it's for for more for longer. But you got to go back if you like if you have goals written out, 
you got to go back and pick those goals up and you don't need to rip them up but you just need to set them aside so you pick up the goals that you had and you put them over here for a second and you start over right and you say now that now that this is the world i live in those goals are irrelevant and these new goals are the ones i need to set because this is my new circumstance so just imagine if i set myself a 30-day set of goals and I go, okay, I'm going to be in quarantine for, let's just, let's just guess, 30 days. So in 30 days, what am I going to accomplish? And that, that's, what, that's one of the things that we did on, on one of our Instagrams was this Be Extraordinary Challenge. And I've been doing this um, since the beginning. And it was like I wanted to look back and say every single day of the 30 days I did something extraordinary. That was a little out, out of the ordinary for me and hard and I accomplished something. So I'm doing little things like I'm refinishing a, a piece of furniture at my house that, that wasn't that's not necessarily my strength, but I'm getting good at it and I'm taking my time and and it feels really good. You know, we, we built a garden, um, you know, we're doing this show, we're connecting with students, we're trying to upgrade our 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 work processes, you know, all kinds of different things. I'm trying to connect with my son more like you, you, you just think to yourself like, OK, this is the this is the crappy situation I'm in. If I just take the crappy out of it and I say, this is the situation I'm in, for 30 days, these are my new goals. And then, then what's cool about it, I think, is it be like for me, it's become a, a different clock. So instead of me thinking, when is this going to be over? I'm almost worried that it's going to end too soon before I've gotten all my goals done. So now, oh, it's, now it's like this race. It's become an exciting thing where I'm going like, I, like I don't have much time left before the quarantine's lifted, and i got to make sure I try to get all these things done because I'm looking at it as a way for me to get ahead, as a way for me to even, even you think about it this way. When else would I have a chance to possibly like get in and, and, and possibly meet with like the CEO of an airline? You know, but right. like right now, maybe I could, maybe I make a video and this is one of my ideas, but I make a video to try to inspire their people or to, you know, thank them or, or just, just offer free training for their people that are on quarantine or whatever it is. Right. But they're hurting right now. And if I, if I create the right thing and I give it to them for free, just out of love, probably something good would come from that. I don't, I don't need something good to come from it, but probably it would. But mm -hmm. when else would I have a chance that, that, that somebody like that would even read my email? Right. You know, it wouldn't happen. So I look at that as like, oh, like this is an opportunity. You know, I'm sitting here and there's, and there's millions of those types of opportunities out there sitting, waiting for us. So depending on what your goals are, you just have to completely adapt them to the situation that we're in and then, and then sort of start over for a second. And then what's cool, I, I think this is going to happen, is once, once this is lifted, there will be certain things that you did or have been doing that you prefer. You know? So, for instance, I got a feeling when quarantine is lifted, because I, I started this show for quarantine, but I got right. a feeling when quarantine's over, I'm going to want to keep going because I really enjoy it. Like, I enjoy connecting mm -hmm. with, with people in the morning. I enjoy giving inspiration. I enjoy having something that drives me to get up and get going so i'm like probably i'm going to keep this one you know other things i you know i'm going to want to go back to the way things were but uh but th therefore my goals are going to kind of mesh together and and I'll, I'll look at my old ones and maybe some of them will be irrelevant 
30 days from now. And then other ones will be adapted or changed, you know, based on whatever we're doing right now. Absolutely. And, and you know, as, as I've been here, I, I have, I have ideas and I have um, things that I want to do as far as, uh, you know, like, well, I'm going to make a video and put it on Instagram today, or I'm going to do like an acting reel and post it on YouTube. And it's just, it's just, I guess my mindset, I need to be in the right mindset to actually put my foot on the gas and do it, just go, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And my mindset, like since I've been coming to you guys, my mindset has improved drastically as far as staying positive and, and following through on these things, you know, but um, it, I, I still find even now, like I have to be in the right mindset. And even if I'm not, if I try to accomplish these things, I will probably still do it, but it's going to take me a lot longer to actually um, get my hands into it and get moving. Yeah. You know? But once I take the first few steps, then I can start to get through it. You know, well, and, actually- and, and this would be the power of this idea that I that I've created, which is um, I, I believe to be very successful. We have to learn to create false pressure for ourselves. So that would the, the truth is the reason we study in school is because there's a test and there's a teacher telling you the test is on this day. And if that weren't there, nobody would do the work. There'd be very few people that could be self-motivated enough to do the work and learn what they needed to learn. So that's why the testing process exists. Now it's obviously very flawed because I went through school and just crammed at the last minute, didn't actually learn anything. So what I believe is you have to, you have to teach people the power of loving the process. And once you figure that out, you know, school can be fixed, but school aside, the same thing can be applied to, to any form of work. And so, what what we need to do for ourselves is create these false pressures that you're putting a deadline on something that doesn't really have a deadline. So if if I let, let me let me give you an example of, of this show for instance. Yesterday I, I we 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 had all this stuff going on. I did the show anyway. I looked back. I think there was five viewers, something like that. So I'm like, okay, five people. You know, maybe two of them are my mom. Who knows? So the idea being like, <laughs> if I if I don't show up in the morning is the world going to shake up? You know, is it going to be like this big, you know, thing? Um, probably not. But at the same time, I've created that in my own mind. Like, like this is a thing. Number one. Number two is I've just set a goal for myself. So I, you know, and who knows the world could shake me up and I don't get to do this, but I would love at the end of quarantine to say every day of quarantine, I did this show. You know, I would love to have the days connect and say I checked off every box like that to me is a thing like a sense of pride. I could be like, hey, that's something I did. So those those couple things have created this this false pressure. I mean, I would put up a I'd put up a thing that that says uh, that we're going to be going live tomorrow. Well, just by doing that, I've told whoever that I'm going to do it as soon as I don't do that. I've gone against my word. So those are those are like tiny ways of you creating those false pressures. So you could do something like, again, you know, you're our community, man. You're our people. We, we respect you a lot. Imagine you reached out to us and you just said, OK, hey, so I'm going to do uh, um, I'm going to do a, a, a sketch or an acting video or a reel uh, and I'm going to be done by Friday. And you just tell us for whatever reason, you just tell us I'm going to be done by Friday. And then you post it, you know, and, and we and we post it like, hey, Nick's going to be done with this thing by Friday. Now, all of a sudden, you have this thing on your shoulders where you're like, I got to get this done by Friday, you know. And then there's a reason to just push the ball forward today 
no matter what. And then you start reaching out for help even, or, or you start reaching to friends to get involved. Cause you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have a hard time turning you down. You reach out to me and say, Hey, I wrote this sketch. I think you're perfect for it. You want to do this little, you know, video where we're, we're just going to, we're, we'll be acting together over, over zoom or something. And I'll be like, yeah, like, like, how am I going to say no to that? That sounds like a lot of fun. You're, you're doing a lot of the work on the back end. I just get to show up and act. I mean, dude, that sounds amazing. So if I would, I, if I'm willing to do that, I imagine a lot of your other friends from the studio and elsewhere would want to do it too. But by reaching out and making someone else involved, that's a way of creating the false pressure where now all of a sudden you feel like if you don't do it, there's, there's some form of consequence. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I feel like that's what I'm missing is, is accountability. You know, so if I did call you guys or I did, I did talk to my friends from class, that would give me some accountability. And then at that point, I know 100% I would, I would do what I was going to say I was going to do. So that's totally. really excellent advice. You know, I didn't even think of that. But thank you for that. That's that's going to help me. Yeah, yeah, do that. And and you know, I remember I did something way back in the day when I was trying to trying to get myself in shape when I before I hurt my knee, and um, I just would, I posted a picture of myself on Facebook every day, and I told everyone I was going to be doing this thing, whatever I can't remember what it was, but it was like sixty days, and I would just take a selfie, and I, and I had to I had to report in that I worked out that day. And that type of, again, like, I don't know who looked at it. I hardly even go on Facebook. I was just actually posting. I was not even looking that much. But the fact that I said I was going to do it, even if one person was watching, I didn't want to I didn't want to not do it because I didn't want people to think I, I was just someone who didn't follow through with what I said I was going to do. So, yeah, I think that's that's key for you. If you can figure out how to create the false pressure, add accountability, but accountability in, in such a way that's fun, engaging, loving, you know, because here's the deal. You can also finish that reel by Friday and not have it be perfect because it's never going to be perfect, you know, mm -hmm. and you could post part of it and then it's fine and you're still it's still a work in progress. So you want to make sure that it's not a not a pressure that's going to drive you down, but one that's going to motivate you and connect you to people and get you, you know, excited about what's going on. Absolutely. And um, sometimes I do. Well, I do put kind of overbearing pressures on myself sometimes like I'll go and I'll say, well, well, I guess my main one right now is, well, Nick, you're getting older, you know, you, you don't have, um, you need to get your life together. You know, you need to start, you know, heading in the direction of a family. You need to meet someone. You need to have kids still. You need to do this. You need to do that. And sometimes I feel like I put too much on myself, but then, then again, that's like a bigger overbearing thing in my life. But the smaller, the smaller things, well, I need to have this done by Friday, um, I don't think would be as stressful and, and be a lot more helpful. Instead yeah, of having one huge umbrella pressure. Totally, and I and I believe in Tony Robbins' um, philosophy on on relationships, and I I use this in my own life, and it's how it's how my wife dropped in my lap like an angel. Basically, you you write out the girl you want, and I'm talking about perfect, you know, looks, intelligence, sense of humor, the way she, you know, everything, every little detail. And you write out this perfect girl, and then you, you ask yourself the question: When you when you see this perfect girl, you say, "What type of guy does that girl want to be with?" And then you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, "All right, we got some work to do." <laughs> yeah. And then you, but then what's cool is then you focus on you, you focus on those things, and you stop focusing on the girl. But you realize by by making shifts in your own life, you are subconsciously attracting that you know that person that that's right for you. You know, 
and and that's that's how I met Leanne is is literally I stopped doing some of the things I was doing that was negative. I turned to the Bible, uh, you know, and and I was in no way, shape, or form, um, even a good dude. I was just I was on my way, you know, and I and I still think I'm that way. But I was in process. Well, what's what's crazy is I met the girl of my dreams who was also in process, and you know, if I hadn't picked up the Bible, she would not have even said hello to me, you know. And I and back then I was like I. I still had no idea, you know, what I was doing or anything like that. Um, but I at least had made some decisions, some hard decisions, and I had let go of, of women and let go of certain things. And by letting go, boom, that's how it, that's how it popped into my lap. So, you know, I can't guarantee it'll happen in any any like time frame of any kind. But I know that like attracts like, you know, and that. You, you'll, you'll be like a magnet to the people that you want to be around as long as you keep becoming that person. And that's absolutely true because I'll, I'll just say, uh, and here's another, um, um, I guess, compliment for you guys is that at work, my coworkers, a lot of them, three of them now have said to me, you know, Nick, you're like a different person. And they said that to me and since I've been going to, to Deering. They, they tell me you're like a different person now. Like we don't even recognize you. You're so you're positive, you're confident. And uh, they know that I'm, I'm, I'm doing acting. They know that I'm going to Deering and they say, wow, I, maybe I should check this place out. Yeah. You know, they, they see how, how, what the improvement, yeah. you know, and since I, since I, I've been changing in that way. Um, and like you said, that the people I want to be around are like, there's a magnetism right. there and there definitely is, you know, and I can feel it. Um, and uh, you know, someone else has told me, it seems like your, your heart is open now. That's and, awesome. You know, and they say, well, I feel like, well, maybe that's why there's such this magnetism between me and other people where before there really wasn't, you know, and I, I do feel like my heart is more open and I, I, I just feel like, um, I guess, ascending uh, from where I was before since I started with you guys. That's unreal, dude. And let me tell you, okay, I'm, I'm going to just say this really quick. Next time someone says that to you, say yes, you should go there, by the way, because number one, it will help us. But number two... I believe this with my whole heart. When you change, the people around you change or the people around you change. So what, what that means is either people are going to drift away from your life, you can still love them, but they're not going to kind of fit in the world that you currently are, are in, or the people who are around you are going to want a little bit of what you got, and they're going to ask, they're going to start getting curious. And that's what's happening is they're, they're like, hey, man, like what Wheaties are you eating? Like t t tell me about that a little bit, you know? And you can guide them in here. And depending on how that goes, that's what I'm talking about, working with us. Like, who knows? We don't know the future, but you may have a place in, in helping us help people, you know, because that's the whole goal. And, and if, you're, if you're a case study and you can turn around, because that's the goal for me, is as soon as I learn something or, or achieve something or whatever, immediately I want to reach back and help the next guy. You know, I want to go like, hey, I, I even if I'm wrong, I love going like, guys, I've been teaching it wrong for two years because now there's a better, faster way to get to the same information. You need to learn it this way instead. You know, and I have no I, I have no problem telling everybody that I was wrong in order in order to to bring new light to a new idea, you know, because even me being wrong, I can look back and go when I was wrong, I was giving what I thought was right at the time. And it was the best that I knew. And so I'm OK with that, you know. So yeah, dude, that's amazing. If if you're getting the people around you to be curious about bettering themselves, I mean, dude, that's that means you're on the right track for sure. Yeah, and there's a few of them that that do that do watch um, <clears throat> that do watch the podcasts and stuff like that. So um, 
their interest level might be enough to get them in the door pretty soon when we open back up. We'll see here. Good. Let's do that. Yeah. And and we're gonna you know we're gonna keep this online thing going here uh, for as long as we have to. And one of the cool things, and I want to just throw this out there because it is it it is pretty unbelievable. Like I was watching Joey's scene last night with Jack actually, and um he didn't want to turn it off and I don't know if it was because he didn't want to go to bed or it was really that entertaining but I, I was watching the, the the master class and I'm going this is really good like this is good stuff you know so uh, there's a part of this online thing that isn't going to go away right we will still get to do it in person but now in our kids class we have kids from like three different states who have joined the, the classes you know I have this vision of imagine you're you're in class and you have a community of people and some of them are from other countries, you know, and you've got like a friend from Australia who, who like tunes in and we, and we get to see him on the big screen and, you know, and you're literally building community with people around the world. And so you have your group of students here, um, physically that would, at the same time you meet with your physical friends, you'd meet with your virtual friends. And, you know, so, I mean, we're, that's one of those ideas where I'm going, yes, we're going to go back, but also what can we take from this? And build upon and make what we were doing even better somehow, some way, you know, and that's that's kind of the goal there. Absolutely. And I, I see uh, I'm part of like a um, Arizona actors, like a Facebook group type of thing. And I see a lot of people now are doing that. They're doing like um, online acting courses like here in Phoenix, but like people from around the country will join on Zoom and, and all get together on there. And and that's how they do it. But um this is going to definitely, you're right, this is going to bring uh, another element to this that maybe we didn't see before. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a new challenge, and, it, and the way we face this challenge and do it together um, is going to make us all stronger. And, and it's, it's the weirdest thing because the hardest part about all this stuff is the unknown. Yes. If we were given, if we were given an exact time frame and we could say, here's what's going to happen, it's going to go this way. Here's the exact end date. And when it ends, here's what the world's going to look like. It would be a lot easier for people. But just the fact that we're, that we don't know and, and you're left unknown, it just makes it worse. Like it could be better tomorrow and we don't know that, or it could be better six months from now and we don't know that either. So that, that's, that's the area that everybody's kind of stuck in. And that's why you're yeah. seeing the riots. That's why you're seeing all the protests and different things. Cause people are, they don't like uncertainty, you know? Yes. And the thing that, that I, I guess for me anyway, when I'm where most of my fear is, it's not really getting sick or anything like it's more of how the world is going to change after this. It's how, you know, life is going to change irrevocably from what we knew before. And, um, maybe even laws and, and how the country is operated, everything's going to change. And for me, that, that is more scary than, than, possibly you know getting sick i don't know even though that, that's scary too but i mean just the, the the unknown like you said the change that's going to come here is, is uh, a little frightening dude it's a hundred percent frightening i mean and, and and who knows if we did if we did we made the right call already who knows if some people are making the right call like i think florida reopened their beaches yeah. is that a good idea or not a good idea like we don't know right but you can't keep people cooped up in their homes forever so no. So something's going to change, something's going to shift. And, and then you're right, there's going to be these massive changes and, and those in and of themselves, you're right. Like I'm, I'm more scared of the people than I am of the virus. Cause yep. you know, people being afraid of something 
are capable of doing some really crazy weird things. Absolutely. So if we if we think about okay, uh, let's get through that, and then all these laws and things that are changing and whatever. Now what you got to do, and this will be my last piece of advice for the show because I know we got to wrap here. But my 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 last piece of advice is you take the the change that's happening right now, and just act as if it's forever. And rather than being scared of that, just go all in on what you can do to try to to try to like stake your claim in the new world. And I think I said this yesterday too, but the the idea here is when the internet came out, some companies were scared of the internet and they're like, this is like this is not gonna last. It's a fake thing. It's you know whatever. And those who didn't go in and didn't innovate through it died then like streaming came along because blockbuster didn't go all in on it they died like they're out of business you know i mean i I don't know if you know the story or not but they were they had the opportunity to buy netflix netflix offered yeah they offered their company to blockbuster and blockbuster's like you guys aren't going to be around in five years so we're not worried about you and whoops and whoops is exactly right so you take a company like amazon who's obviously killing it and i you know i've got my own feeling about amazon because they're they're kind of like a crazy like scary giant but yeah one of the reasons why is because those dudes are fearless you know they go into things and and they say well we're gonna like figure it out we're gonna be a part of this new wave and some things have worked out for them some some haven't you know but um but they're willing to innovate. They're willing to be on the front lines of, of the new stuff. And I think that's why, you know, they're doing as well as they're doing. So if you can put yourself in that category of people and instead of like being worried about what's going to still be the same and what, you know, what's not going to be the same. If you just imagine that this, the, the way you're living right now is forever. And rather than being scared of that, think to yourself, how could, what would I do if that were true? And how could I maximize that? Like, how could I how could I stake my claim in this new territory quickly before everybody else gets there? And and then, assuming a lot of things go back to normal, you've just put yourself ahead of everybody else because you were still like you were basically racing against time, like I am. You're racing against the 30 days, trying to stake your claim in the new world before everybody else does and then when things kind of go back to normal you're the one that has all the new technology and has the new way of doing things and has the new you know knowledge and skills and whatnot and so in in whatever area you're in and whatever job or whatever you want to do you're going to be ahead of everybody else who just sat back and and allowed the fear to sort of take over their day because i'm not saying you're not going to be scared because i am you know i'm scared i'm scared every day um, but I but I was before the virus. I mean, there's a new type of fear now, but I, I purposely put the fear of God in me not to wake up. I put the fe- I, I so many fears that I've, I've worked on and controlled and tried to create for myself that would help me be successful. So now I have this this new coronavirus fear and people fear and, and new laws fear. And what I did was I sort of transmuted that fear into something where I'm still afraid, but I'm I'm now afraid of it ending versus it being afraid of it not ending. You know. Yes, and you know the right amount of fear can be a great motivator if you use it the correct way, which is what I think you're you're saying. You know. Yeah. Um. 
and it's just the balance between there. You're you're not getting freaked out about something, but like like you said, to transmute it would be incredible. You know, well, and that's, well, that's it, you something know, f- that I, f- fear has energy to it, right? Like a yeah. lot of energy. So what you do is you say, how can I use the energy? You know, I want to recycle this energy, and rather than letting it drive me down into the couch into the chips, let me use the energy to drive me into something, even if it's like this this insane like work ethic towards something that may or may not come true, at least I'm driving towards something that I know is going to, worst case scenario, make me smarter. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> dude, you're an awesome dude, Nick. We've said that since day one. You definitely belong in our community. We love having you over here. So d- don't be a stranger in and out of class, dude. We want to hear from you, okay? Absolutely. I'll be in touch. And, um, I, I do want to be involved as much as I can be with you guys. So I'll, I'll be giving you guys a call here soon. As we'll set something up. All right. So. We appreciate it. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Mornings with Matt. We are here every morning, 7 a.m. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Matt. Please like, subscribe, and follow us at Deering Acting Studio to keep up with the latest content. For more information on classes, private lessons, or professional development coaching, visit www.deeringstudio.com. Have a Deering day, everyone.